Putting your future in those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all. Be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> We needed more gunshots there. Appropriate enough, since we were celebrating Exploding Head Movies' ninth birthday. Stay tuned. This is CITR. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
pleasant yet damp Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully, somewhere quite dry. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found on Vancouver's Earthbound Community Radio Station, a CITR. We are your voice of UBC here on 101.9 on your FM dial. And we broadcast at 590 watts here from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest here on campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia from Squamish to the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea, where our frequency bells our friends over at UVic, CFUV, and east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. And my name is Gak, and I'll offer numerous frequencies to scan for the next couple of hours, but leave your dial on the current section of the wireless as I fill in all the appropriate wavelengths for your opulent needs. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live, that is 604-822-2487. That spells out 604-U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since we are mixing everything live. But do give me a chance to recall how the phone works. Because we have to use our minds. And occasionally the mind isn't here. Uh, you can email me anytime. That's kind of mind-free. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is under Facebook and Tumblr with its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at Hundred Air and on Instagram as Myopic Man. So it's been a year since David Bowie died, and he left a vast hole in pop culture as uh, everyone who had been influenced by him for almost 50 years now. We've mostly dealt with the plain fact that mortality rules. The influence over me has been there, though it's been ratcheted up recently, particularly since he remained quite vital up until the end. Most of us do know him for his music, but he also was a fine actor. And somehow, this past November, the soundtrack to his Hollywood acting debut, 1976's The Man Who Fell to Earth, that finally came out. So this week's profile dives into that sci-fi flick and the weird story around it, both the film and what happened to the score. I'm not going to go into too much depth about how it was scored, because... It is frankly rather insane, and I don't think I could even begin that to touch upon the surface. But what was going on? But uh, the key takeaway is that Bowie does not appear on the soundtrack at all. So we're going to be listening to John Phillips and Stomayamshta. Otherwise, the Arctic outflow appears to have stopped. The Pineapple Express has stepped in. So we have a weird chili fruit salad going on outside. Spring probably is close by. We'll have to see how many layers of ice we have to fight through to figure that out. For our American brothers and sisters, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Each year it seems to gain more relevance based on how things are. But we celebrate a brave man who died far too soon. Otherwise, from a programming note, it was on January 14th, 2008, when I first stepped up to the microphone here. And for the record intimidated beyond belief that was at the old studio A in the now gutted student union building back then the show was known as Radio Free Gak but it morphed into the exploding head movies that you know and tolerate to this day so this week marks my ninth year here at CITR time's flown 
I would say it feels more like six and three quarters years, but things have changed enough over time to make this show feel fresh. And hopefully, for those of you who've tuned in all this time, what were you thinking? And yeah, you've known how things have progressed here. So I keep hoping to mix things up, try new things. So we'll see how things evolve. Maybe once the 10th anniversary rolls along, we can dive into the horrors that were the early archives. Woof! Yeah. So we kicked off with Van Dyke Parks and his take of Ludwig van Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, the fourth and final movement, released in 1824. Of course, we know that mostly as Ode to Joy. And Parks is an American composer, arranger, producer, best known for his work with the Beach Boys for a few years during their sunny experimental heyday in the late 60s. You think about the cellos doing triplets for good vibrations. That's where he came in. Parks has done plenty of his own music that fit into the sunshine pop genre. And uh, number nine, number nine first came out in 1965 in the midst of his work with The Love and Spoonful, briefly with Frank Zappa until he decided he didn't want to be yelled at anymore, and then his own work. And Parks remains somewhat active in music. Most recently, probably best known for his work with Joanna Newsom a couple albums ago. But time has hampered his own reflexes, meaning that uh, his wrists hoit. He can no longer really play the piano. So, But his most recent album was 2013's Song Cycled. Otherwise, very quietly in the background, we heard the user from 2003's Abandon. Recorded at the abandoned Montreal silo number five, that composition was simply called Nine. And the user was the duo of architect Thomas McIntosh and composer Emmanuel Madden. And they've done other work in the past, like make music with dot matrix printers. It's going to be appropriate for CITR's programming uh, tomorrow, if you haven't heard, but I'll get into more specifics about that. And, uh, hey, if you like hearing me at this point in the day, wait till you try this tomorrow when things do get additionally loopy. But yeah, prepare for 24 hours of things on the radio. So we're going to keep up with the nine theme. Just we'll keep it short, mostly because uh, my promo featuring all the gunshots. Well, I indulged myself. Now I have to figure out what I'm doing. Uh, we're going to head over to St. John's, Newfoundland with Armahein, a synth act uh, headed up by Megan McDonald. And uh, there must be some sort of Finnish connection there because uh, along with the name, all the tracks are numbered in the Finnish language. So from Armahein, this is... Well, actually, off of the self-titled album. Or actually, no, it's called Being Human. I'm getting all this information right. Because if anything, after nine years, I really know what I'm doing sometimes. Anyways, the band's Armahein. The album's Being Human. And this is track nine, which in Finn is Udaksen. You're listening to the Nine-ish Exploding Head Movies live from Studio A here in the Aegis station that you know, CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. <laughs>
For Art's one millionth and fifty-third birthday, CITR is hosting 24 hours of radio art. Tune in to CITR 101.9 FM the 17th of January from 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. the 18th to hear a celebration of all that is weird in radio. This year, featuring pieces from Bappy Crespin, Adam Frank, Chrissy P, Duncan Maunder, Hank Bold, Lee Hutzelak, Tobias, S. Asterix, Prophecy Sun, Britt Bachman, Jack, DJ Autonomy, Goulash, Peter Quartermash, Lit Lit Lit, Josh Gabert Doyon, Scant Intone, DJ Farmboy, and Simon Walton.
from the 2015 album Nothing. That was Code 9 with nine drones. It features samples from Fumio Hayasaka's Seven Samurai theme. Something profiled two years ago when I celebrated my seventh anniversary on air. And of course, just because everything is confusing in my world. I.e., I didn't pick a good show name at first. It's kind of appropriate for this since Exploding Hit Movies started in 2010, seven years ago. So that's your Samurai Connection. Otherwise, the double nine indicates how long I've been on air for here. Code Nine's the alias is Steve Goodman. He runs the Hyperdub label. Great source of bass music. Originally, it was sort of tied to dubstep, but things have moved past that. And Hyperdub is also home to the music behind me here. This is Mala. I found this on the Five Years of Hyperdub compilation that came out in 2009. This track is conveniently called Level 9. If you ever want to cap out chap on past shows, just go to www.citr.ca. Look exploding movies there. The archives actually do go back almost to the beginning. Most of the first two weeks. There's some question about what I was capable of really doing. But, fortunately, we have some personal archives, at least, of what was recorded during that time. But the podcast server itself... Well, it's hard to hold every show here at the station. Because the disc drives do fill up. They do wear down in time. The playlists are there, so you can see how the show has evolved. So, we'll leave all the birthday stuff aside now. <laughs> Just wait till my real birthday comes, because it's happening on a Monday soon. Anyways, it's already the United Kingdom. For Wave Department. And this album... 2011 is called This Way Up. Most recent release from the crew, but they did offer it as a pay what you can. Like as always, in case you don't have space on your phone to download it, you can always just play Bandcamp Live from the phone. So, what's the wave department here? The future sale.
Become a CITR member and make some new friends. Members get discounts on Main Street at Hot Art, Wet City, Antisocial Skateboard Shop, East Vanity Parlor, The Wallflower Modern Diner, RX Comics, Dandelion Records and Emporium, The Rag Machine, Neptune Records, The Regional Assembly of Text, Devil May Wear, Lucky's Comics, Book Warehouse, On the French Hair Design, Red Cat Records, Woo Vintage Clothing, True Value Vintage and I Found Gallery, and The Biltmore Cabaret. What would we do without our friends? Lips are 
They seem. That was Thus Owls off their 2015 album Black Matter. We heard Turn Up the Volumes. And in the background here, this is Vector. Thus Owls are a Montreal copy with some couple. Montreal couple with some Swedish roots. As evidenced by my pronunciation of couple. Uh, they're starting off the year. Well, they started off the year by jumping right into composing some new material. And they had sequestered themselves a few weeks in a cabin somewhere on beautiful Vancouver Island. But this week marks their first dates on the West Coast. So tomorrow, January 17th, they'll be at the Gold Saucer Studio, which is at Suite 211 of 207 West Hastings, as part of an improv series. They'll be joined by Mina Shum. She'll be doing a film screening. So things start at 8.30 p.m. tomorrow. It lasts five minutes before midnight. Tickets go from between five to ten dollars. And if you're curious, Gold Saucer Studios hosts a weekly Tuesday series. Various artists, mixture of music and other visual arts. There, the entire schedule looks quite fascinating. Then Sawdust Collector and the Wise Hall present Thus Owls along with Handmade Blade and Marin Pantanou this Thursday, January 19th. The Wise Hall is at 1882 Adnac at Victoria. So just past Commercial Drive. Doors are open at 8. Show starts at 9. Tickets start at $15, but they go up to $20. However, no one will be turned away for lack of funds. The tickets should be available through Brown Paper Tickets. So that is Thus Owls. Quality stuff. Now for the first time in 2017, some music to share with you that came out this year. Though I do have already a growing backlog of new new music to share with you so we're gonna head over to toronto and the precious lows a great electro soul duo it's a nick tamar and gil masuda and, uh, they just posted this track on Bandcamp. camp and some of the mp3 blogs that are kicking around are touting this song quite nicely so this will be the precious lows and the song called thinking
miss you From your eyes to your precious toes It's life's highs and the precious lows That's got me Muskegon 101 is a community meal and speaker series that brings together the knowledge of two communities, Muskegon and UBC. It provides an opportunity for Muskegon community members to meet educators and participate in the academic culture of UBC. The night begins with a catered meal and then a guest speaker presents on a subject relevant to the community at Muskegon or First Nations more generally. Each presentation is followed by a group question period and discussion of the week's topic. Musqueam 101 is offered from early September to early April. We meet weekly on Wednesday nights at the band office lower boardroom. For more information, visit www.musqueam.bc.ca.
backslash events.
You could just imagine Drake just sitting behind the board there, soaking that all up. That was Black Atlas. And you spell Atlas with some extra S's at the end, if you can't tell by the sibilance I'm emphasizing right now to you on CITR. And that's the title track off of the 2016 release Haunted Paradise. Black Atlas is the alias of Toronto's Alexander Fleming. For a time there, I think he was in Montreal. He's definitely shared some music of his in the past, but it feels a little bit more narcotic, that kind of R&B there. Now from Vancouver behind me, they're known as You're Me. You are me. And off their 2016 debut album, Plant Cell Division, off of the brilliant local label 1080p, this is The Walled Garden. You're Me are the duo of Yusu and Scott Johnson Gailey, and uh, they recorded Plant Cell Division on Salt Spring Island. But uh, individually, they have some connections to the local crews Gennaro and Juniper Systems. You're me. But I am not you. I'm Gak. You're listening to CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. And uh, we'll go with another local act here who just put out their first album in six years. Or Brastronaut. Great local sextet. And, uh, yeah, in November, they have a self-titled album. Usually it indicates a statement of some sort when you do that. They had a record release party back in November, and there's some talk of a tour later this year. So off of Brastronaut, this will be Brastronaut, with perhaps a city that they'll be touring to. This song is Paris.
At Dunkin' Donuts, each and every radio show is brewed fresh and served fresh at the peak of its flavor. If you're a tough customer, only the taste of this radio show will do. So go ahead, let Dunkin' Donuts make your radio experience exquisite. Indeed. <laughs> Dunkin's Donuts, serving sweet treats from the pop underground. Thursdays, noon to one. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
mainstream radio. You might know that band as Holy F. As you imagine, some listener discretions will be advised in the next few seconds because the band is known as Holy Fuck. And off of their latest album, 2016's Congrats, we heard X'd Eyes. Like crossed eyes, but with the letter X. As you do with Xmas. And X-Country Skiing. So we've got time. Anyways, Timber Concerts presents Holy Fuck with uh, local act Peregrine Falls and a DJ set by Mesa Luna this Thursday, January 19th at the Fortune Sound Club. Doors open at 8, show starts at 9. You can get your tickets either online or physical places like Red Cat Records, both Main Street and Hastings, because they got two locations, and they're still friends at CITR, as you may have heard earlier in the show. Tickets are also available at Zulu. They start at 20 bucks. Do bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. In the background, this is Kid Koala off of 2012's 12 Bar Blues. This is the 9-Bit Blues. And uh, the kid's latest project is music to draw to Satellite. It features Emiliana Torini from Iceland. It comes out this Friday through Ninja Tune Records. There's a headphone tour. Four cities out east something known as the Satellite Turntable Orchestra Series. Now, somehow I decided to squeeze in all the soundtrack news here. So at some point, the blues will fade away. As new releases go, Trent Reznor Atticus Ross provides the score to Patriot's Day. The retelling of the New England bombing from a few years back, and that's out through Lakeshore Records. And in case you saw in the news especially if you're very astute with regards to new TV shows, especially if you caught the PBS one. Well, Ken Burns is working on a documentary series about the Vietnam War, and Reznor and Ross did agree to actually score it. So they're branching out away from Hollywood and doing more fun stuff that way. And at some point, I'm going to need to dig up more Reznor and Ross based on some other soundtracks that have come out. And, of course, some new Nine Inch Nails is on its way. Aside from that, uh, Michael Cam's A Score to Sleepless comes out through Veresa Saraband this week. For those of you catching up on The Man in the High Castle since Season 2 just ended, well, the Season 1 soundtrack by Henry Jackman and Dominic Lewis is also out. And then, if you're in award season mode, there's some more formats of Nicholas Bertel's Score to Moonlight coming out through Lakeshore Records. As re-releases go, as a fun kids movie that disappeared several years ago, Sky High, very appropriate now with the entire superhero trend. This goes back and kind of makes fun of it. Uh, the original score by Michael Giacchino, whom we just heard did Rogue One. Uh, there's a special collection volume available through Intrada. Uh, for those of you who liked uh, David Cronenberger, Cronenberg's. There's no Cronenberger because that thing would be disgusting. Yeah. Anyways, 1986 remake of The Fly. There is a limited vinyl edition of 2,000 copies of Howard Shore's Score. Philip Glassflans, well, there is music for The Crucible out through Orange Mountain Music. And if you like Tornadoes from 20 years ago, Mark Mancina's Score to Twister. Well, there's a limited edition of 3,000 units of the expanded archival collection out through La La Land Records. And, uh... For those of you curious, the soundtrack to La La Land is not out through La La Land Records. Because now we're talking like a vaudevillian, la 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 la. 
Anyways, let's uh, go to Montreal for the She-Devils. Their debut self-titled EP from last year garnered plenty of buzz. They got some shows in around their hometown to kick 2017 off. Maybe they'll come out west. Maybe they will be a full length. Hmm. We shall see. Anyways, this is She-Devils with I Want to Touch You. Listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam speaking Musqueam people. Sometimes. 
from his sophomore album that was Childish Gambino from Awaken My Love that was Have Some Love. That's quite a contrast to what we had heard before from Childish Gambino because he was more on a hip-hop angle which naturally extends more to his current day job since uh, Childish Gambino is the alias of Donald Glover formerly Troy from Community currently of Atlanta he won a Golden Globe or two a couple nights ago for his work on that great TV show season two is supposed to be coming out I think in 2018 and I know there was well a campaign to actually get him to play Spider-Man at some point but I think he's going to do okay on his next role since uh He's going to be Lando Calrissian in the upcoming Han Solo anthology movie as part of the Star Wars series, due sometime after Episode Eight. And behind me, me ever so quietly, from Guelph, Leyland Kirby, otherwise known as the Carpenter, sorry, the Caretaker, and the, the V slash VM. From We Drink to Forget the Coming Storm, a forty-part album. That was track nine, because. I'm celebrating nine years here at CITR 101.9 in Vancouver. The temperature's under nine degrees, but eh, you can only keep that going for so long. It was later on the show, we'll listen to some David Bowie, but uh, we'll listen to a soundtrack to a film which he did not provide any music for, The Man Who Fell to Earth, laying up his uh, kind of alien-like appearances. But uh, let's uh, get some other music out of the way before we get to at least some covers. And uh, we'll go with a tribe called Red, representing uh, Ottawa and the various nations around there. And this song features Tanya Tagak on vocals, since she does the Inuit throat singing. And she's coming to town May 12th at, I'm getting conflicting information. I think it's the Vogue Theater, but somewhere it's posted the Queen Elizabeth Theater, so... Obviously, keep your eyes peeled out for it, but it's presented as part of the Vancouver Opera Company and Music on Main. Of course, it is the same night as U2 kicking off their Joshua Tree 30th anniversary tour. But I think it will be a fine show, especially because we got Jesse Zubat on viola and violin, and then Gene Martin on drums. Tickets start at $35. And since we are talking about Tribe Called Red, a former member, DJ Shub, is coming to the Biltmore Cabaret. Saturday, February 4th. Tickets start at $10. They do go up to $15. That show starts at 10.30 p.m. It goes till 2 a.m. Saturday, February 4th. So off of their most recent album, We Are the Halusi Nation. This is a tribe called Red featuring Tanya Tagak. (sighs) Just think that and speed it up and very animalistic, but powerful, very feminine. This is going to be Sila.
After nine weeks of live performances, Shindig, CATR's annual Battle of the Bands, is moving into semifinals. Come out to Shindig January 10th to see Devours, Mark Mills, and Prison Hair, the 17th to see Carousel Scene, Jerk in the Can, and Pavel, and the 24th to see Jock Tears, Tiny Sprout, and Mirepoix. The semifinals are every Tuesday of January at Pat's Pub. As always, there will be an opportunity to win beverages for jokes or fun facts. Shindig is sponsored by AMS Events, Backline Musician Services, Canadian Music Week, Discorder Magazine, Fader Master Studios, Rain City Recorders, Mint Records, Music Waste Festival, Nimbus Recording, Thunderbird Radio Hell, Six Cent Press, Silver Fox Postering, Band Merch Canada, Blue Light Studios, Zulu Records, Four Winds Brewery, Fernie Brewing, and Print Print. All three shows will be amazing, and you'll want to be there to see which of these three local artists will move into the final round. The Crane Library is looking for student volunteers to record textbooks for those who cannot use print at the university. If you're a UBC student who is computer literate with an ability to read university material aloud and you have a willingness to learn new techniques, we ask for a two-hour commitment once a week. For additional information and to set up an edition, call 604-822-6114 or email crane.volunteer at ubc.ca. Creeping up slowly in the background here. This is Fella. P-H-A-E-L-E-H. It's the British producer Matt Preston of 2014 Sumness this track. At least I'm consistent. It's nine. Uh, his latest album is 2016's Illusion of the Tale. Now we'll start getting into Mr. David Robert Jones. The birth name of Mr. David Bowie, who died one year ago, effectively this week. It was January 10th. We've got a couple covers here first before we get into some of the material that he made around the time of The Man Who Fell From Earth. And uh, the Toronto label Paper Bag Records in 2012 released a cover album going back then 40 years to 1972 with the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. And uh, the compilation, simply known as Paper Bag Records versus the rise and fall of Ziggy Jiggity. Good job. Start over. Paper Bag Records versus the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars featured acts like Born Ruffians, The Rural Alberta Advantage, Luya's Young Galaxy, and Yamantaka Sonic Titan, amongst others. And uh, some acts collaborated together, like these two. CFCF from Montreal and then from Toronto, Austra. Of course, at this point, Austra is gearing up for the release of uh, their new album, Future Politics, which comes out this week. And did see some tour dates in the Pacific Northwest, Although Seattle and Portland at this time. Hopefully Vancouver is on the radar soon. So CFCF and Austria here taking on one of the songs off Bowie's 1972 landmark album. This will be Soul Love.
Liveband.com is Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. New shows are added daily by the city's most active promoters, musicians, and by the driving force of the music scene, the fans. Liveband.com's listings are different because they are integrated with profiles updated by bands and business owners as they promote upcoming events. Check out the archives to see how closely we've worked within the community to put on the shows you love. Visit LiveMusicVancouver.com for the latest independent and major label event listings. LiveVan.com, Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. As a station, we believe in playing content with artistic and cultural merit, and sometimes that category includes material which can be construed as offensive. For those who have children nearby or are sensitive to provocative material, the following broadcast may have strong language, themes, or be otherwise objectionable. Please consider tuning out and revisiting CITR after this program. I'm 
Michael C. Hall, you know, is an actor from shows like Six Feet Under and Dexter. And that appears on the original cast recording of the David Bowie and Edna Walsh musical Lazarus. Which features all manner of vintage Bowie tracks. But don't kick yourself if you didn't recognize it because it's one of the three new songs that Bowie wrote for the play that was killing time. We'll get back into Lazarus shortly, but I just want to make a note of what's behind here. From an album that came out 40 years ago, one of my favorites, Low, the first part of what became the, of the Berlin Trilogy. This is David Bowie, featuring a little help from Brian Eno. This song is known as the Art Decade. The album cover to Low features a, a modified photo still of Bowie on set for the film The Man Who Fell to Earth, which we'll listen to soon, later on in the show. Lazarus does have some connection to the story about The Man Who Fell to Earth, and again, I'll get into that shortly, too. As we know, Bowie's final album is 2016's Black Star. It was released on his 69th birthday last year and two days before his death. Killing a Little Time appears originally on the Lazarus, but Bowie's version also appears there, and a new EP to mark what would have been his 70th birthday last week. I played another song off of the No Plan EP last week, the title track. At some point I may play his version of Killing a Little Time, which has that sort of hard edge jazz sax elements. I've got another track off of that for you. This will be David Bowie with When I Met You.
Reaching out for help is a sign of strength, not weakness. Wednesday, January 25th, get involved with UBC Suicide Awareness Day. Find out what you can do to help prevent suicide and to combat the stigma surrounding it. Spread the word and show the world that no one is ever alone by wearing orange to raise awareness. For more information about suicide awareness or for help if you or someone you know is considering suicide, visit thrive.ubc.ca. Old or New Testament. question is, Pilate, remember Pilate from the New Testament? What does Pilate? He fiddled well. Yeah, no, well, just a minute. Let me ask the question, then you can give me the answer, okay? Did Pilate want Jesus to be crucified? Uh, uh, Pontius Pilate washed his hands of it. So did he want him to be crucified? Yeah. No. 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 
Well, tune in every Friday afternoon, 3.30 to the Nightwatch Show on Sienna. Well, find a good church. It'll help you. Who are you? Life is too short for questions. Well, what are you? I can see you're trying to invent something. Who are you? Better yet, explain yourself. I can't explain myself, I'm afraid, because I'm not myself, you see. Anyway, explanations take such a dreadful time. I can explain you. Well, oh, shit, you didn't turn the right page. <laughs> I'm sorry.
Wish I could play the album version of that for you since the back half of that just keeps up that wonderful sort of rhythm. Moving away from the uh, music called piano. Wonderful bit of stuff there. Originally from his 1976 album Station to Station, there is original single edit of TVC 15. Lyrically based on a time. Iggy Pop was hanging out with David Bowie in L.A., and Pop had a dream or hallucination under some substance that the TV was eating his girlfriend. The album cover for Station to Station features another photo taken of David Bowie on the set of 1976's The Man Who Fell to Earth. In conjunction with uh, what we're listening to the background here. Subterraneans off of 1977's Low. The Man Who Fell to Earth was Bowie's first Hollywood film. It was directed by Nicholas Rigg, and he picked Bowie after seeing his performance in the 1975 documentary Cracked Actor. Rigg was uh, working on an adaptation of uh, Walter Tevis's novel about an alien whose planet is dying and visits Earth in a way to uh, bring back water and other resources to uh, kind of rebuild things. David Bowie portrays the alien, goes under the alias of Thomas Jerome Newton, but as he works on his mission, he gets distracted due to women and alcohol. At the time, Bowie was living in LA, and he actually did not remember making Station to Station at all, since that was when he was on a diet of cocaine, milk, and red pepper. He was originally tapped to provide the soundtrack to The Man Who Fell to Earth, and it was something that he said on shows like Soul Train, an American bandstand. In the end, it did not pan out. Greg was on record saying that the music that Bowie had provided was not really up to snuff, and then some other contractual reasons popped up. Only one true fragment remained, although during the recording of Low, some of his band actually heard a part of it. That's actually the instrumental in the background here. Subterraneans. As a result of the timeline, Reg had to rely on other people to help out with the soundtrack. One of whom was John Phillips. Known as Papa John from the vocal group The Mamas and the Papas. But, um... He also wrote songs like San Francisco, Be Sure to Wear Flowers in Your Hair, Me and My Uncle. He was the father of China Phillips, actresses Mackenzie Phillips, and Bijou Phillips. China Phillips being of the 90s girl band Wilson Phillips. Unfortunately, some stories about John circle back to his daughters. Not in a good way. And as John moved to London in 1973, originally at the request of Mick Jagger worked on some solo material. Ironically, Bowie was too coked up to provide much work. In the end, the same story happened with Mr. Phillips, although heroin was also another thing. In the end, he recorded his music for The Man Who Fell to Earth with Mick Taylor, a former member of the Rolling Stones. And at some point, Keith Richards wandered in to some of the recording sessions. A bit of a stare-down happened. And uh, let's not even talk about what John Phillips had done with Mick Jagger's then-wife, Bianca. Shenanigans unfolded, let's say. 
Anyways, listen to John Phillips here. It's a vocal theme for The Man Who Fell to Earth, and then a couple of his instrumental numbers before we get into the second person who helped provide the soundtrack. This will be John Phillips here on Exploding Hemis. CITR 11.9 FM. Ben.
So from The Man Who Fell to Earth, we have John Phillips there first off with The Man Who Fell to Earth. Before everything got a little western guitar there with Desert Shack. Before we entered the space capsule. Some tracks on the soundtrack feature the vocals of his then third wife Genevieve Waite, South African model, and the mother of Bijou. John Phillips died in 2001 from heart failure after decades of drug abuse problems. But yeah, his uh, daughter's China Mackenzie reported some of the inappropriate relations that he had with them. Fortunately, they managed to warn the youngest one, Bijou, what was going on. But yeah, that definitely put a scar on what was happening on the family. Behind me, this is Stoma Yamashita. This is a 33rd and a 3rd. And uh, Yamashita provides the other half of the score. He's a Japanese percussionist, keyboardist, composer. Pioneered a fusion of traditional Japanese percussive music with Western prog rock. And in the 70s, he led a band by the name of Go, which featured Steve Winwood, amongst others. Yamashita also did uh, some work with the British Royal Ballet, collaborated with uh, Peter Maxwell Davies and John Williams on a couple film scores. And he also worked on some of the music that was later used in the BBC radio production of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Something I'm overdue on profiling one day. But uh, there's a lot of work to cover there since it covers various media. Anyways, Yamshta's music from The Man Who Felt Earth uh, originally appeared on other albums of his. So you can, This was the only part of the music from The Man Who Felt Earth that actually had been put out earlier. I'll get into that a little bit after before we wind things up. So, Yamshta's album's floating music, Rain Dog, Freedom is Frightening, and the soundtrack from The Man from the East featured a lot of this music. So, 33rd and 3rd features there. As do these two songs. So we're going to start off with Wind Words. Thank you. 
So from the man who fell to earth, we had Stomi Yimashtia with a bit of wind words. Once the guitars started kicking in here, this is Memory of Hiroshima. Also appearing on the soundtrack to the man who fell to earth, more sort of earth-based music featuring Louis Armstrong, Kingston Trio, the Queen's Hall Light Orchestra, and uh, much to George Lucas's sort of chagrin, some selections from the Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra, the performance of Gustav Holst's The Planets. Because part of John Williams' score for Star Wars riffed on Holst's part of Mo Mars, the Warbringer. So Mars and Venus, the bringer of peace, do feature on The Man Who Fell to Earth. And of all things, John Phillips was actually trying to work with George Lucas at some point to do their own musical based on space. And it was called Space. It did actually open for two days, and then it disappeared into space because it was pretty bad. Once the film The Man Who Failed at Earth came out, the original soundtrack tapes were lost despite being hopped or hyped up in the reprinted paperback edition along with the movie. And this was in part due to a creative and contractual dispute between director Nicholas Rieg and the studio. And Bowie himself didn't really put up that much of a fight for it, so plans were shelved for the release. And the tapes were lost. People did regularly ask Bowie about when the soundtrack would ever come out, but he was rather ambivalent about its release. When it came out, it wasn't that popular, and I remember catching it on Finnish TV many years ago, and I was really confused by it. Everything seemed pretty sad and dour. I'm not sure if it was something that I didn't understand how the continuity at all, but I remember Bowie making out with a human. She kept taking her glasses on and off, and I wasn't sure what was going on. However, over time it has become a cult classic, and it was re-released the movie last September for its 40th anniversary. And then somehow the tapes for the soundtrack were found. So a double box set came out in November. It features a 48-page hardcover book with a full story as to why it never came out. Some photos, an essay, and then a notes from film editor Graham Clifford. 
Well, he won a Saturn Award for Best Actor for his film debut. Over the many years, he appeared over twenty films, appeared in over twenty other films, ranging from cameos as himself to comedies to biographies to more dramas. And Bowie was actually inspired later on by the man who fell to earth. The original novel, at least, to use as part of the basis for the off-Broadway production from which we heard a couple songs, Lazarus, and it was considered a sort of remake. Bowie died last January 10th in 2016 due to liver cancer, something diagnosed pretty late in his law career there. He would have been 70 this year. Not sure if the No Plan EP constitutes the true final pieces of his, but I'm sure something may pop up one way or another. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Heavy Movies this week. Coming up in a few short minutes is Gavin Walker with The Jazz Show. He will take you to midnight and beyond, so stick around. Some quality jazz music. And enjoy the rest of CITR for your Monday evening. Next week, along with making note of the inauguration of the 45th President of the United States of America, and I would also like to make note that there is a women's march planned in various cities worldwide to deal with what's happening in Washington, D.C. We'll also profile the movie Arrival, whose score by Johan Johansson was deemed ineligible for the upcoming Academy Awards. The next Tuesday, the Oscar nominations will be announced. So for the following four weeks, we'll be devoted to profiling the nominated scores and songs. So it's a shorter schedule than previous years. So I may have some doubling up to do. And of course, if I've actually somehow played one of the nominated scores, we'll keep it rather short and sweet. Uh, I'll be back here tomorrow since it marks the annual celebration of noise here at CITR. It'll be 24 hours of radio art. It'll start at 6 a.m. tomorrow. It'll go to 6 a.m. the next day. So it ties into the Fluxist idea that what is noise, what is art, and how does radio relate to that? So, I'll be on from 7 to 9. I will be covering some of the Fluxist pieces, but also tributes to late artists like composer Pauline Oliveros and inventor Dan Buchla. So, then we'll also try a little simple sonic experiment here. We'll try to turn the radio station into its own instrument. We're going to close with the Minneapolis Jazz Trio, The Bad Plus. Latest album is 2016's It's Hard. Featuring their takes of songs by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Peter Gabriel, Cindy Lauper, Johnny Cash, Prince, Crowded House, TV on the Radio, Kraftwerk, and more. The Bad Plus will be playing in town this week, Friday, January 20th, at the Blue Shore Financial Center at Capilano University. Show starts at 8 o'clock. Tickets start at $29. And we'll go back 10 years to their album Prague. It's only appropriate because this song is a Bowie cover. This will be Life on Mars. You've listened to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. My name's Gak. It's been nine years of fun. We'll get to work next week. Stay tuned to CITR.
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on the web, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show, coming right up right now with Gavin Walker. Do but do do we will 